Hello, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. Today is Wednesday, December 1st. Our first big thing is wheat futures rebounded in overnight trading Wednesday on signs of strong global demand and concerns about world supplies. Egypt, the biggest importer of the grain, bought 600,000 metric tons of wheat from international supplies for delivery in January, according to the country's General Authority for Supply Commodities, GASC. The North African nation bought 240,000 metric tons of Romanian wheat, 240,000 tons of Russian wheat, and 120,000 tons of Ukrainian wheat, GASC said. Excessive rainfall in Australia and ongoing export levies in Russia are threatening global supply. Rainfall is expected to increase in the eastern third of Australia next week, which will continue to slow the harvest and may result in quality problems, Commodity Weather Group said in a report yesterday. Russian wheat has risen for six straight weeks due to strong demand, according to a report this morning from the Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board, AHDB. Prices last week were at about $340 per metric ton, up $6 a ton from the previous week, the AHDB said, citing data from consultancy ICAR and Refinitiv. The Russian export levy is scheduled to rise today to $80.80 from $78.30 per ton, AHDB said in its report. Soybeans and corn also were higher in overnight trading, rebounding from double-digit losses on Tuesday. Wheat futures for December delivery gained six and a quarter cents to seven dollars ninety-three and a half cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures added five and a half cents to eight dollars twenty-seven and three quarter cents a bushel. Corn futures for December delivery were up four and a half cents to five dollars seventy-two cents a bushel. Soybean futures for November delivery added nine and a half cents to twelve dollars twenty-six and three quarter cents a bushel. Soy meal rose $1.60 to $343.40 a short ton, while soy oil gained 62 hundredths of a cent to 55.83 cents a pound. Next up, growers are facing some difficult decisions this year as nitrogen fertilizer prices have been rising in recent weeks, and hydrous ammonia prices in mid-November were at $1,343 a ton in Illinois, up $138 per ton from two weeks earlier, according to data from the USDA. Since July, prices are up 84 percent and in the past year have more than tripled, according to a report this morning from economists at the University of Illinois and Ohio State University. Urea prices rose $55 to $866.67 a ton in the two weeks through November 18th, the USDA said. Liquid nitrogen prices are now at $563 a ton, up $37.50 from the start of November. One item is certain. From an economic standpoint, almost all farmers should be reducing nitrogen application rates in 2022, said economists Gary Schnitke, Krista Swanson, Nick Paulson, and Jim Baltz from the University of Illinois, and Carl Zuloff from Ohio State University, who outlined strategies farmers can use to mitigate the increasing cost of nitrogen fertilizers. 
For one, producers can increase soybean acreage while reducing corn area as far less nitrogen is used to grow soybeans than in corn production. The downside to this strategy is that while uncertainty over 2022 market conditions remains high, some profitability projections for corn are currently above those for soybeans, the report said. A study done by The Economist show if corn prices are at $5.20 a bushel and bean prices are at $12 a bushel, corn is much more profitable. If corn is at $5 a bushel, however, and soybeans remain at $12 a bushel, then profitability tilts in favor of the beans. As it stands, prices for fall delivery in 2022 are now at $5.25 a bushel for corn and $12 for soybeans. At those prices, corn minus soybean return is $41 per acre, giving the advantage to corn, the economists said. Another strategy, they said, is to apply in the fall. While conditions haven't been ideal in some areas, Illinois, for example, a window may be opening. Farmers who bought nitrogen below $1,000 a ton should apply in the fall for the price to be effective, the report said. The other option is to split applications, which allows producers to manage risk by pricing fertilizers several times throughout the season. One scenario, the economist said, is to apply 75 percent of the maximum return to nitrogen rate and using the rest after planting. This strategy would allow for pricing at two points, once in the fall and once after planting, they said. Moreover, the second application after planting could be skipped or reduced if plant conditions suggest that additional nitrogen will have limited impacts on yields or nitrogen fertilizer prices continue to be high. And finally, wind advisories have been issued for much of western North Dakota today, according to the National Weather Service. Sustained winds are forecast up to 35 miles an hour, with gusts of 55 miles an hour expected, the NWS said in a report early this morning. The advisories will take effect at 11 a.m. Central and last through 6 p.m., the agency said. In South Dakota, meanwhile, westerly winds are expected to be sustained up to about 20 miles an hour, with gusts as high as 35 miles an hour, which will result in extreme fire hazards. People are urged to exercise extreme care with respect to outdoor activities that could cause grass fires, the NWS said. Avoid equipment that can cause sparks near dry grass or brush. Do not toss cigarettes on the ground. Report new fires quickly to the nearest fire department or law enforcement office. In central and eastern Oklahoma, some thunderstorms are expected to fire up later this week into the weekend, which will be followed by a cold front starting next week. Rain chances in the area also will increase into the weekend before giving way to cooler temperatures, the agency said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.